Welcome back to another hour of the Herbal Pharmacist Show with America's favorite pharmacist and natural health expert, Dave Foreman. Now, here's the Herbal Pharmacist, Dave Foreman. Good day, everybody, and welcome to another hour of the Herbal Pharmacist Show. Thanks for taking time out of your days and lives to learn a lot more about your health and what to do about it naturally. Each week, uh, we bring you a whole bunch of great, exciting information and up-to-date current stuff about your health and what to do about it naturally. Today, we're not going to be taking your calls and or emails because we have a special guest for the full hour of the Herbal Pharmacist Show. One of my good friends in the natural health industry, he's been, uh, he's not only a practitioner, but a, he lives the lifestyle of uh, natural medicine and natural health and healing. We've got Mark Kaler. And Mark, I know I've had you on the show many times before, and I'm one of these guys that no one could do a better description of what they are and who they are than the person themselves. So before we get into our subject today of the immune system and how it works. Do you mind giving us a little quickie background on what you're up to these days? Sure. Well, it's a pleasure to be back. It's been a, a little while. So always fun to be on your show. Well, I've been involved in natural healing, natural products, formulating, lecturing, educating for, boy, I hate to say it, almost 30, 35 years now. I've been doing it a long time. Of late, the last few years, I've been in private practice in Southern California where I work with a lot of late-stage cancer patients. I work with the what I call the unnameable and untreatable. And these are people who have imbalances that there's either no treatment for or there's not even a name for. So I call them modern medical um, rejects. Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> yeah, I always love that because somehow uh, natural medicine always seems to have the answer for that. Well, you know, it's all about getting the body back in tune. It's uh, truly incredible, particularly when we talk about the immune system, what the human body is capable of. It is a truly miraculous, dynamic system of all these levels working together to do these amazing things. And when you give it what it needs and don't give it what it doesn't need, it's amazing what the body can do. Well, you know, obviously you said one of the specialties in your practice is seeing people with cancer. And I, I always say that, you know, if our immune systems were functioning the, functioning the way they were supposed to, none of us would ever get cancer. Would you go along with that? or? I think to a certain degree, I think cancer is, while we tend to think of it as an immune disorder, I think it really is a systemic disorder. So I think of the person's mindset, their the energy patterns that we lay down on a day-to-day basis certainly can contribute to it in a dramatic sense. So I do think it's possible for someone's immune system to be doing, you know, okay, and yet they've got all these bad, less than healthful, again, energy patterns, lifestyle patterns that are just laying down this negative energy that can allow or help the creation of development of, of uh, cancer cells. Right. Yeah, I used to joke with my kids. I'd say that person's got a bitter personality. They're going to end up with cancer. Uh, <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say, but anyway. Sure. Um, and, you know, the one thing people aren't aware is everybody has cancer. I mean, I'm not trying to jinx anybody here, but we all have cancer cells in our body. Throughout the day, they, some estimates that we everybody gets cancer three to four times a day. The only reason it's not a problem for everybody is because, as you mentioned, our, our immune systems are functioning properly. They identify it as, hey, you're not supposed to be here, so we're going to get rid of you, and they do it effectively. That's really what sets it apart. Right. Well, obviously today we weren't just going to focus on cancer. Really what I wanted to get into with you was the inner workings of the immune system. Obviously, uh, you know, it's a year-round issue. Can you give us a few ideas of things that, you know, why our immune system might be negatively impacted? Like what kind of environmental things or lifestyle things negatively impact my immune system? Well, we could go on for probably days on this subject, sadly. Some of the lifestyle variables that dramatically affect our immune system and overall health, first and foremost, is stress. 
the stresses and strains that we put ourselves under on a day-to-day basis this day in, day out of living a lifestyle that's faster than it's supposed to be, that's not getting the rest that it's supposed to be, that's stimulated in ways it's not supposed to be. You know, all these things create these high stress hormone levels in our body in a chronic way. And some estimates show that two-thirds of doctor visits are actually related to stress. So it's really, I think, the number one element a person can impact dramatically on their lives, general health, immune system, is learning to lower your stress levels. But there are other things that do it. You know, I mentioned not getting enough sleep. There are certainly lots of dietary variables. And the number one component, I think, as it relates to the immune system is sugar. The evil white powder there suppresses the immune system. Studies have shown that after consumption of some white sugar, within the 15 to 20 minutes, you have fewer white blood cells, which are components of your immune system, and that they tend to be a lot more lethargic. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And the sad thing is that's just from a single dose of sugar. So think about it. You know, you got up in the morning, you have a donut, there's your sugar. You have coffee on the way to work, there's some more sugar. You have a snack in the middle of the morning, there's some more sugar. You have a white flour bread sandwich, there's some more. You add these things up and, you, you know, we're constantly suppressing our immune system just from the stress and sugar levels alone. Right. What other, what other types of things might negatively impact my immune system? Well, certainly you've got to talk about the environment we live in. I just read a report this morning, actually before we spoke, about how there's, the government's allowing more and more mercury to be released into the system. Great, just what we need. Another study shown that the government's going to allow pesticide sprayers to actually spray over waterways, which they couldn't do before, which means all these pesticides end up in our water supply, which creates lots of other problems. So the air quality and things, those all have dramatic impacts. And the one thing people never want to hear about is exercise. Exercise is, in my opinion, the closest thing we have to a panacea. It's really a remedy or certainly a preventative aid for virtually any imbalance in any disease. By exercise, that means both that cardiovascular exercise and weight resistance exercise. And again, it gets back to the idea of giving the body what the body is designed for. And our bodies were designed to move. They were designed to exercise. They were designed to work, to go out and hunt for food, to climb a tree when that uh, bear started chasing us. All these different types of things the body was built for, and yet we live this modern lifestyle, which is really so foreign to our physiology, so to speak. Exactly. Well, all right, so obviously there's a lot of different things, and all of them play an important role on the immune system. Can you give people an idea? Obviously, we mentioned cancer is one of the conditions that can occur by an improperly functioning immune system along with the lifestyle issues. What other kinds of health issues are related to uh, an improper functioning immune system? We've only got about a minute and a half before our first break, so we can always wrap up more afterwards. Well, the first and foremost is what people, everyone's familiar with, particularly this time of year, are colds and flus. If our immune systems are functioning properly, we really would not be having the high rates of colds and flus that we have. Any sort of infectious disease, respiratory infections, if you have wounds that tend to get infected, cuts and scrapes that are slow to heal, these are all indications of an underfunctioning immune system. Then we have the other side of the coin, which is an overfunctioning immune system, which is where our immune system has just been stimulated way too much, and it's starting to, in a sense, turn back on itself. And that can be things from lupus, a variety of other disorders can relate to it. Even allergies are really an autoimmune disorder where our immune system is just overstimulated. Yeah, I always tell people that uh, if their immune system was functioning properly or not bogged down, then we'd be able to handle those respiratory allergies or skin issues that we might have. So I'll tell you what, Mark, uh, hang tight. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, uh, I want to get into more of uh, what's actually going on in the body with the immune system, if you don't mind. 
Welcome back to the program again. Our special guest today, Mark Kaler. Mark uh, is a good friend and one of my favorite guests, probably my favorite guest on my show, because Mark does things the way they should be done when you're doing a radio show and talking to the masses, and he breaks down the scientific, I like to call it mumbo-jumbo, into uh, layman's terms, and it's a blessing that he has. And I appreciate your time, Mark. Thanks again for taking time out of your day to help us all out. Um, our subject today is the immune system, and uh, obviously in the first segment we talked a, bit, a little bit about what can bog our immune systems down. Now I want to get into what is the immune system, what are the components of it, how does it work, all that good fun stuff. So do you mind starting out for me? Again, obviously that can be a very large conversation. For the most part, most of us when we talk about the immune system, we're talking about our body's defense mechanisms, our body's ability to, to resist elements of non-self, whether they be of bacteria, virus, some sort of invading element into our body systems. My take, though, on the immune system is a little different because what I call the immune system, when people ask me what the immune system is, I say it's everything. It's everything in your life. It's every thought you have. It's your lifestyle. It's the job you have. Are you happy in your work? It's the food you eat. It's the food you don't eat. It's how much sleep you get. It's really everything. Most people, when they talk about the immune system, they're talking about a specific group of cells and body parts, so to speak, that are all built around the idea of resisting external attacks on the system. Most people talk about there being two different types of immune system. One is called the innate immune system, and the other is acquired immune system. And simply put, your innate immune system is what you're born with. It's your initial defenses. It's not a real elaborate or a very smart element of the immune system. It's, it's just there when something pops into your immune system, whether it be a bacteria or virus, this innate immune system sees it and says, hey, you're not supposed to be here. They gobble it up, they spit it out, and clean it out of the system. This involves what most people are probably familiar with, your macrophage. These are white blood cells that are very, very big. I call them the Pac-Man of the immune system, although I probably have to come up with something else because I think Pac-Man is uh, a bit passe now. <laughs> yeah. And basically, literally what they do is they bump up against these viruses and bacteria that are there, and literally will engulf them, digest them, and neutralize them. Now, this is compared to the, the other type of immune system, which is called the acquired immune system. This is a much more elaborate immune system. This is an immune system that learns. This is why children need to get dirty and why they need to come across bacteria and viruses in their environment. So the immune system learns that, hey, this bacteria or this virus is not supposed to be here, so we're going to develop a response to it, and this immune system actually remembers. It'll remember all these bacteria and viruses throughout your life so that if that bacteria or virus ever comes back into it, your immune system says, hey, remember this, it's not supposed to be here. They kick into activity, and they will go after that whatever that invader is. Isn't that sort of the premise behind a lot of the vaccines that we have, right? Vaccines are kind of built around the idea. It's introducing something in the system. More times than not, they're dead vaccines, although there are some live forms in such a small amount that the body actually can develop a response to it so that when you are introduced to that, if you are in your environment later time, your body has that response to it. Okay. What's interesting, though, is that we're finding, particularly as we get to know more and more about the immune system, and surprisingly, we don't know as much about it as you really think we should after all the research and stuff that's gone into it. But what we're finding is that this innate and acquired immune system is really an interactive whole. They interact very, very much with one another and work very much together. So the idea of there being two types of immune systems, I think, really is just for kind of a, 
an intellectual framework rather than a physiological framework of what's happening in the body. Okay, so obviously we've, it's a pretty elaborate system. We still don't really even know how it works. What types of things are you recommending to keep this system um, running optimally? I mean, obviously we mentioned some, you know, some exposures that we have, but what types of things are you recommending to your patients you know, when they come to you with some sort of an immune challenge? You know, what we were talking about in the beginning is first lower your stress levels and get that white sugar out of your system. That way you can stop depleting your immune system. Boosting the immune system, there are all sorts of wonderful herbal and nutritional supplements that can be used, you know, to build up the immune response. And actually an ingredient which I'm now starting to use more and more, which I kind of, in a sense, recently discovered or rediscovered, are are the beta-glucans derived from yeast. And I think we may have actually talked about this other programs. In the past, I've always had some difficulty with these yeast-based beta-glucan products because of the purity of the products, because of the strength of the products, because there wasn't a lot of research and things on it. Right. And thankfully to you, you introduced me to the WGP beta-glucan, which has the research on it, which is of the proper strength, which is of the proper purity. So I'm starting to explore it, and it looks like a really interesting you know, intriguing element as far as immune responses go because it, it works a little differently than some of these other so-called immune stimulants that we think about. Well, let's, uh, do you want to get into the supplement side of things right now? We can, I'd be glad to do that. Sure. Okay. Well, when it comes to, all right, you, obviously you mentioned like something that you're, the WGP 3-6 is something I introduced you to. I found out about it about a year and a half ago and I, you know, I'm, I'm sort of just like you, I'm the science guy and, uh, uh, you, you can tell me it worked great on Mary and Sally and Sue and James and Jim, but show me, you know, some clinical information that, that shows that it works. And I was negative about the yeast-based products in the past because yeast actually could trigger a lot of the negative responses that we're talking about today with regards to your immune system. Um, and that may be actually key to why this actually works is because historically yeast has this potential to affect our immune systems in such a response so that by introducing this very refined element of it you know it kicks into an immune response that the body already is prepared for so what's can we get specifically into what it is wgp is a beta glucan which is derived from the cell wall of yeast they use regular yeast in this sense but it's a specific component of it and beta glucan simply put they're a complex carbohydrate. They're a series of polysaccharides, which are large sugar molecules that are bound together within a certain structure. Now, I know this beta-glucan term is bantered about a lot, particularly in health food stores and healing shows, uh, and it's used and misused to a large degree. It's gotten to be that some will say, oh, well, this product has more beta-glucan in it than anything else. What's important is not so much the beta-glucan that is in there, but it's the shape and size and structure of the beta-glucan, but it's the uniqueness of the beta-glucan which can make it effective. Where all the beta-glucans come from? Well, they're in foods all over the place. They're in mushrooms. They're in carbohydrate foods. They're ever-present. Oats have a very rich source of beta-glucans. Interestingly, the beta-glucans in oats are not particularly effective for the immune system, but have some benefits for the cardiovascular system as far as lowering cholesterol levels. So we can't really use the word beta-glucans as a specific term for the immune system, but more of we should use like WGP, which is a specific immune type of nutritional supplement. Exactly. Unfortunately, the term beta-glucan has now become a marketing term. So people just want a high level of beta-glucan, but it may not be an active and effective level of beta-glucan. So it's much better to talk about a specific ingredient, a specific product, 
this whole glucan particle, which is the WGP, is very important because that's what the research is done on. Some beta-glucans have no actions on your immune system whatsoever. So if I take an immune product that has tons and tons of beta-glucan in it, but they're not immune-stimulating, what good does it do me? Right. So if it's not WGP 3-6, it could be the 3-4, which is the cholesterol version, yet it, it could say beta-glucan, and the consumer wouldn't know the difference. Right. And at this point in time, I would say that the only beta-glucan derived from yeast that you should use is the WGP 3-6. Okay. Well, um, tell me specifically, I mean, are, is, is this something that, I mean, I, I understand that it's primarily put out by one company at this point called Life Source Basics. They're the only one that I, I'm aware of that has it in the pure form, but it, it, they are using it in combination products too, right? Well, it can be combined, and that's, I think, one of the areas that will be really intriguing is that if you are taking other things for your immune system, it's my take that this WGP product will actually make these other immune products actually even more effective. And we even find it pharmaceutically. They have some real interesting work showing that the WGP, when taken with antibiotics, actually improves the effectiveness of the antibiotics. And this is, to me, is truly miraculous just on itself, or just alone by itself, because I think it was around the year 2000, the World Health Organization, they actually stated that most infectious diseases are becoming antibiotic resistant. We're creating all these superbugs out there that we don't have treatments for. We have something here available to us that's natural, that's safe, that's effective, like the WGP, which can be used for these antibiotics and go in and go after some of these resistant bacteria. Okay, I'll tell you what, Mark, hang on. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to get into more on the WGP 3-6 and... Uh, some of the, you know, like how more specific does it work, and we'll get to more of that when we come back. We're talking about the immune system. Uh, Mark, we were talking about all the different things that can impact the immune system negatively, how it functions, and you said one of the newest things that you're sort of jumping on the bandwagon you've been doing your homework on is this WGP 3-6. And um, can you give me a little idea of uh, how is it working in my body? What's it doing for me? Well, the thing I like about it, and when I choose any sort of immune products, I like things that are going to work on a multitude of levels. We talked about the complexity of the immune system, how there are lots of different things going on. And that's one of the things that's really positive about the WGP product is it works on a lot of these different levels. It's been shown to increase natural killer cells, which, again, are these cells going around the body eating things up. Uh, it increases a process called phagocytosis, which is basically these immune systems eating. So just think about it as lunchtime for the immune system. They literally go around and will engulf a cell of some sort, eat it, digest it, and get rid of it. Uh, it increases cytokines, which are chemical messengers of the immune system, which really can enhance that overall, that acquired immunity. It's real important for that immune system to talk to itself properly and get things going where it's supposed to, shut down when it's supposed to, go where it needs to go, those types of things. Uh, it increases the killing agents, the ability of these immune cells to actually kill these invaders. It can increase the movement of these immune cells. And that's something we don't always think about with the immune system. If you've got an infection in your hand, White blood cells in your foot aren't going to do you any good. White blood cells in your spleen aren't going to do you any good. What you need to do is you need to encourage the movement of those blood cells, those white blood cells, to the site of the challenge, the injury, the wound, the bacterial infection, whatever it is. And WGP increases and it speeds up that movement. And then it also then helps it cleanse it, these things from the body. You don't want these dead pathogens sitting through your system circulating. That's where we get that cleansing reaction. Some people talk about the headaches, the aches and pains. So it helps remove those things from the body. I think the most exciting element for me as far as the WGP is that I think it primes the immune system. 
you know, it really just gets it excited and ready to go and ready to do the things the immune system is supposed to be doing. And that's the area that I think I'm most intrigued about is that it, it basically just turbocharges your immune system saying, hey, we're ready to go. But, um, but this is not an immune stimulant, right? This is more of something I could use as a long-term support. It's not just revving it up. It's getting it ready to rev if it needs to. Exactly, and that's why I talk about it priming the immune system versus just stimulating the immune system. One of the concerns you're always going to have with using an immune stimulant and why I only like using immune stimulants for short term is always the concern we talk about of overstimulating the immune system, which could lead to inflammation, could lead to autoimmune disorders, can lead to eventually depleting the immune system so it becomes weakened and things. So I like things that are going to stimulate the immune system, but you want to do that in the short term, whereas something like WGP, what it does is it just improves the effectiveness of the immune system. It gears it up so that it is ready to do what it needs to do whenever we breathe in the viral infection or whatever it may be. Again, I talk about it priming it. It gets it warmed up. It gets it ready to go so that when something does come into your physical environment, your immune system is ready to deal with it. And that leads really closely into, you know, when should you take it? And my response to that is to just ask a question back is, when does your immune system need it? All the time, right? Right. Well, you know, you're <laughs> always breathing in something you shouldn't be breathing in. If you're around kids, there's always going to be a wide range of germs and things out there. We're out in the world. So unless you're living in a little bubble, our immune systems need that support. They need that priming 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks out of the year. And the nice thing about this WGP is that it doesn't stimulate it so that you're not going to exhaust it or you're not going to kick it into overstimulation. What you're going to do is get your immune system ready to go. You're going to get these neutrophils, these, which is the most common white blood cell or immune cell that we have in our body. You're going to get them ready to go so that when, you, heaven forbid, you do come across that bacterial infection, your immune system's ready to say, okay, this is a infection, not supposed to be here, let's go get it, let's take care of it. And, and we're even talking about abnormal cells too, right? So it's not just something you breathed in or, you, you know, an infection on your hand, or, but it's even, we're talking about anything that might negatively impact your immune system, it's ready to roll. So a cancer cell or anything along those lines also, true or no? Yeah, the key for your immune system operating is it needs to differentiate self from non-self. And everything it recognizes as non-self, whether it be a bacteria, a virus, a microbe, a parasite, or a cancer cell, if it's recognized as a non-self, the immune system kicks in, they try to isolate it, and then they try to go after it and things. The trick with cancer cells and why they're so difficult is that cancer cells are very, very sophisticated cells. They have nice, tricky ways of hiding, disguising themselves, of coating them with proteins so your body doesn't see it. So the cancer cells are a little different in that sense because they have this ability to hide from the body or to disguise themselves even as parts of the body. Awesome. Well, um, you know, you mentioned we've got about a minute. Um, I want to get into some of the research behind this because I know you said there's a lot of science. You mentioned one study already. Um, can you give us uh, one or two before we go to the break, and then we'll finish up with that? Well, one of the things that's amazing about this, I, I was amazed by this figure. They've had done over $200 million of research on these materials, on this WGP, on these beta-glucans from the yeast, from things such as anthrax to influenza to cancer and tumor studies. And certainly after the break, we can go into some specifics on those. Okay, I'll tell you what. We're going to take a break, everybody. When we come back, we'll get into some of the science behind WGP 3-6. 
And then we're going to find out, hey, is this really something for everyone? What other types of products are out there that might impact the immune system? Mark mentioned a couple of things real quick. Welcome back, everybody. Again, we're talking with uh, Mark Keller. We've been talking about the immune system and what all you can do about it, not just uh, popping a pill but some lifestyle changes. And, Mark, um, we've been talking about um, a a new kit on the block, WGP 3-6. We've been just calling it WGP. Um, How does this compare to other yeast products on the market? Because I know if you go in your health food store, there's other yeast beta-glucans out there. How does this really stack up? It's night and day. You know, as we both mentioned earlier, previous to this product, I was not a fan of the yeast-based beta-glucans just because I didn't think they worked. They weren't uh, purified products. They weren't necessarily accessible to the system. And and that's really the number one question or concern, I think, when it comes down to beta-glucans in general, but beta-glucans from yeast as well, is the bioavailability. You know, you can swallow something, but if your body can't take it up, it can't utilize it, it's not going to necessarily do you a whole lot of good. And what's nice about the WGP is that they've done the work, they've done the research, they've shown it's taken up by the system. They even have the mechanisms for how it's actually absorbed by the body, which is very unusual for a natural product. And if anybody goes to their website, they have a real beautiful little animation of it showing it taken up into the system uh, by the pyre patches and the little domes in your small intestines and engulfed by the macrophage and digested and then released out and stimulating the neutrophils. The fact that it is bioavailable, I think, is one of the main elements for it. I think also to the credit that there's all these independent lab tests, all this independent research on the product, supporting the product. I think the fact that the, the Life Source Basics, which is the source of the WGP36 product, the fact that they have the highest dose of these active beta-glucan, I think it's like over two times higher than the leading competitor. The fact that it's the purest one on the market. What I was really surprised by when you look at analysis of actually probably one of the leading sales products in the yeast category was that it was virtually all ash which is not going to do your immune system any good whatsoever. And I think bottom line is it works. It's research-supported. It's a patented product. They're doing research on their product. They're not barring research from somebody else is what this category is notorious for. All right, so who's supposed to be taking this? Anybody who has any concerns that your immune system has ever been encroached upon in any way, which fundamentally is everybody. Anybody living in the world is going to have some problem with bacteria and molds and yeasts and cancer cells and everything. This is something that is good for everybody. And the fact that it's not a stimulant, the fact that it improves the efficiency, the fact that it primes the immune system's functioning makes it a safe and and effective product that you can use on a day-to-day basis. You know, I've turned, I I take it because I'm on airplanes all the time. I've recommended it to flight attendants. I've recommended it to a lot of my healthcare professional friends, you know, pharmacists, doctors, um, and then the teachers at my kids' school, believe it or not. I mean, if you're not, if those aren't categories who are, if you just go outside and meet with any of your friends, you walk to Starbucks or whatever, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sort of along the same lines. I don't think anybody can really stay away from wanting to support their immune system. And the bottom line is, even fanatics like myself, my stress level still can get out of whack a little time. You're still interacting with other people that may not be quite as fanatical as yourself. That you need to do these things, these extra things, living in the world that we do, living at the pace of life that we do. You need to do these things to keep the immune system functioning. WGP really is a way to nourish that immune system. Again, you can't get away from eating the right foods because if we don't have the proper food in the system, then the body can't reproduce the cells 
right. uh, in a healthy fashion. So, you know, I think it's good and safe for everybody. And the fact, again, that it's not a stimulating component, you don't have to worry about these overstimulation concerns or people with autoimmune or allergy responses. Okay, so you told us that we should be taking it every day. How much am I taking? Is this something I've got to take like a boatload of? Or, I mean, what, what are people out there wanting or going to be needing to take? Well, that's one of the nice things about it, too, is with a lot of supplements, like a good multiple vitamin, I think you need to take it three times a day, once with every meal. The nice thing about this, because it works over a period of time, and actually takes a few days to really start kicking the immune system in, you really only need to take it once a day. And the, the preventative dose is based on your body weight. It's basically one milligram of the beta-glucan that's in the WGP product per pound of body weight. So if you're a 150-pound person, you would take the equivalent of 150 milligrams of the WGP. And they make it in several different strengths, all the way up to 500, which wouldn't necessarily be for a 500-pound individual, but would be used for therapeutic purposes. And that would be for people, you know, who are dealing with a cancer situation or, you know, a serious infection of some sort. And they can take doses four to five times higher for a given period of time in a much more therapeutic fashion. Awesome. Well, Mark, we got to wrap up this hour. Any final thoughts? Again, it's a pleasure being on here. I'd encourage people to go out and do a little homework on yourself. You know, I know there's lots of information being shared, being passed on. There's research out there on this product that you can find for yourself. Go to the websites. Go to PubMed, which is a great scientific resource center, and do the background. Don't just listen to me or, no offense, just listen to you. Go out and find what they're saying. Is it really true? Is it really viable? And this is a nice scientific-supported product, so I'd really encourage people to look at it seriously.